Welcome to Jibuti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. I'm Jessica Stickler. <laughs> Some news is I will be teaching on Sundays at Soup Studio in New York City, and that class is live streamed. Or rather, uh, it, not live streamed, but it's actually Zoomed. And the reason I make that distinction is because if you join and you want to have your camera off, that's okay too. But if you want to have your camera on, I, I do, you know, interact with you in the way that I would if we were, you know, if we were doing a Zoom class anyway. Um, and so I've, I've taught two. Uh, this recording is a recording from uh, the Sunday class at Souk. Uh, we're having a, a really great time. Lots of familiar faces from the Jeev Mukti days. As you'll hear, there's like a moment of shock and surprise and delight um, when one of my dear old friends uh, comes in and surprises me after the meditation. Um, so I hope you can join me from, you know, wherever you are in the world. Uh, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern time at Souk. Um, the, the, the link um, you know, gets updated every week. So I don't have an easy way to share a link except to say that if you visit Souk Studio, you can sign up for the live stream there. Or if you're in New York City, uh, come by in person. Uh, thanks so much again for all your support on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And here is our class for this month on the topic of Santosha or cultivating contentment. Here we go. I applaud everyone for making it. <laughs> I was just saying, if it was me, I probably would have been like, can I switch to the online? <laughs> but um, commend all of our commitment and bravery. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. So if you would like to follow along in the book, I'm going to hit the If you'd like to follow along in the book here, we're going to be on uh, page 16. And it's the, uh, it's the third one down from the top there. So, uh, well, let's just do it.
from the Yoga Sutras, which is essentially an ancient guidebook to the practice of yoga. This verse, it means uh, the practice of santosha. Santosha means contentment. So by practicing contentment, uh, great happiness, anu, anutama, sukha. Sukha is happiness, anutama is like all big, extreme, large. And labaha is like the um, uh, the coming about, or you know, like Santosha brings about ultimate happiness. So I I'd like to start with a short visualization. So adjust uh, your seat as you would maybe for meditation. Like even if you're waiting to set up your mat, maybe even sit on your mat a little bit so that the uh, the physical body can be as least distracting as possible. I much prefer eyes closed because it helps me to focus. If you find eyes closed to be more distracting, you can do like a very soft gaze in front of the heart, but try not to move the eyes around. 
So visualizing, um, visualizing a, a waterfall. We're sitting, you're sitting near a waterfall of some kind. In particular, put yourself in like the little cave behind the waterfall so that from where you're sitting, you can watch the speed, quality, uh, uh, the, the entire sort of characteristics of the waterfall uh, without having to, you know, kind of worry about the physicality of it. So you're safe, secure, warm. You're not even getting like the spray from the waterfall hitting you. You're just perfectly unaffected. Now, imagine that the waterfall is the sort of stream of consciousness, the stream of thoughts. And if that waterfall were to sort of mirror the stream of thoughts that are in the mind presently, maybe for some of us, the waterfall is moving very uh, slowly. In other words, the mind feels very Clear, and although there are occasional thoughts like water droplets, it's not very turbulent. Maybe for some of us, the mind feels very active this morning. In other words, the waterfall is like a bit more, uh, a bit faster. There might be more water. Think of it as like Like if each, you know, if, if each thought were represented by like a, a drop of water in the water. So first, just, just feeling what it feels like to sit in uh, the position of the observer of this stream of water without without sort of being in the tumult of it, right? That's sort of the process of meditation is standing back a little bit from the thoughts in order to observe the nature of the mind. Second thing to be aware of is that the, the current flow of the waterfall can't be changed in this moment. In other words, that, you know, if there's a lot of water happening, it's likely from a series of events that happened days or even weeks ahead or even years ahead of time that's leading to the flow being particularly strong. Likewise, if the, if the waterfall is very clear and slow and subtle, those causes and conditions were set into effect far before this moment. So knowing that there's nothing to do in this moment about this state of mind, can we 
relax a little bit with it. In other words, the old saying of like, if there's something you can do, why worry? And if there's nothing you can do, why worry? can keep the eyes closed and just kind of continue to observe or, or you can open the eyes at this point. Um, so uh, part of the part of the magic of practicing vinyasa, what we do of linking breath and movement together is trying to sort of encourage ourselves to sort of wake up to each present passing moment knowing that the mind that we're cultivating in this moment has the potential to blossom into the next moment, into the next, into the next, even though we can't change this exact set of circumstances that's happening now, we can start to trade or the, the, the promise of yoga <laughs> is that we can potentially change our, our state of mind, you know, maybe 10 minutes down the line, maybe 10 weeks down the line, maybe 10 years down the line, but that through that process of staying conscious and of staying in a, a mode of observation where we're trying to cultivate this relationship to cause and effect, how does this moment affect the moment that follows, the moment that follows, the moment that follows, then that leads to this sort of ultimate, you know, state, right? And so that's not only what we're doing, of course, with our minds in practice, but that also comes into play with the physical practice as well. I'm sure that most of us can recognize that like it's it's very rarely in the, in the moment of experiencing an asana for the first time that you just you just have it like that's it. No more work needs to be done. right? But that in order to come into, for example, handstand or to come into crow pose or something, one has to do just a little bit of conscious effort over a long period of time in order to then come to a result, right? So noticing those times when, when in the moment, maybe it feels like something is not happening about a particular asana or a particular movement, but making those little improvements for, you know, can I, can I improve it just enough that tomorrow I remember a little bit more about it and a little bit more about it and a little bit more about it until suddenly hands stand in the center of the room for five minutes. Just kidding. No, who knows? Uh, okay, let's come forward into hands and knees and let's press back to downward facing dog. I mean, certainly we, certainly I'm not the only one that has those moments in an asana practice where I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how delightful. Thank you for being here. Thank you for that lovely surprise. Um, don't mind. <laughs> Gosh, I lost my train of thought a little. It's okay, it'll come back if it needs to. <laughs> no, this was much better, thank you.
come forward into a plank. <laughs> Lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Slide forward into cobra. Point the toes. Sorry, tuck the toes. Whoop. <laughs> Push your seat back to your feet and then extend the legs downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank. Exhale, lower halfway down, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Soften the knees and walk the feet forward towards the hands, folding forward over the legs. Are, um, are most of us aware of, the, of uh, this cognitive bias called negativity bias? Yeah. The, the, the idea being that like you could be having a, you could be having an overall great day and then like, you know, one, one particular thing happens and it's like your brain has a tendency to focus on that one negative aspect and give it more weight than the other positive things that have happened throughout the day. And I do find it helpful, like even knowing this, we can kind of at least start to shift the, you know, amount of weight that we, that we give to the negative and positive overall experiences of the day. And I think it's also interesting to, to notice when and if negativity bias is coming into play, even in yoga practice, right? Separate the feet, bend the knees, come into a deep squatting position with the hands together at the center of the chest. For example, sometimes because I see a lot of yoga pr practitioners, I see a lot of people practicing, sometimes I'll notice that sense of disappointment or frustration that arises when we're working on one thing that's particularly sort of challenging in class, even though 98% of the rest of the class has been going well, right? But I, I can see sometimes in a student's overall demeanor and mannerism that they kind of experience somewhat of a, oh, well, I guess class was a failure because I couldn't do that one, that one most challenging central part of the class, right? Bring the hands down to the floor, raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. I'm not saying that that is you, but if that's something that you do experience, you know, just notice when that shows up for you in practice, that negativity bias, and then see if we can sort of even start to reframe it as like, well, I did like 98% of the rest of the class was amazing. Or even 50% of the class I was able to do. And the other 50%, I had to 
you know, rest or I had to do something else. That's, that's also a perfectly great, you know, outcome of practice. All right. Bring the feet all the way together. Bring the hands onto the waist. Lift all the way upright to a standing position and release the arms. Step forward on the mat. Legs and feet together, preparing for Surya Namaskar, sun salutations. With your inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Hands pressed together, look upwards. Exhale, fold all the way forward over both legs. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out one. So let the breath be that guidance, helping to focus the mind on the present moment. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Breathe in. Breathe out, four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale to fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, hands pressed together. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, reach up, hands pressed together. Exhale, fold all the way forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Breathe in. Breathe out. Four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms all the way up. Exhale, arms alongside the body. One more like that. Inhale, reach up, hands pressed together. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, look forward to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Breathe in. Breathe out, four, inhale, exhale, bend the knees, look forward, inhale, hop or step feet to hands, exhale to fold forward, inhale, stand up, reach the arms up, exhale, release the arms, inhale, hook thumbs, reach arms up and arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind the back, lace the hands together, straightening arms and legs. Inhale, hands down, step the right foot back to lunge, look forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank. 
Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank. Exhale, touch knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the heels, then extend the legs downward dog. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Exhale, left foot next to the right foot, fold. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up and arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms all the way around behind, lace the hands together. Inhale, hands down, step the left foot back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, and then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot next to left foot. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms up, chair pose. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward. Inhale, look forward to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, turn the back heel down, reach up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back and lower Chaturanga. Inhale, move forward. Exhale, go back. Inhale, left foot forward. Reach up, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands down. Step back, lower Chaturanga. Inhale, move forward. Exhale, go back. One more time each side. Inhale, right foot steps forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands down, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Hold and breathe. So yes, there are times there are portions of the class where we're moving a lot quicker, like one thing to the next to the next. There are times in class where we're going to be, you know, holding and being still. But notice especially the reaction of the mind to those changes. Like, even if it feels very fast, do you opt out and rest? Or do you kind of keep going, uh, but, but with a sense of sort of detachment in the mind, a sense of like, I'm going to get through this as long as I'm breathing and go, going through it. Like, can you even watch sort of that waterfall of the movements, even as those movements like change their fundamental quality, right? Bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale to fold. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up. 
Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Separate the feet only a few inches apart, not very wide. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift up the chest and arch back. See the ceiling. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Reach down and grab hold of the big toes. Yogic Tola. Inhale, a breath. Exhale, fold forward. Head goes down towards the legs. Good. Breathe. One. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out for two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale, exhale, four, breathe in, breathe out, five. inhale, look forward, slip the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet, <laughs> exhale, fold four, it's not the first time it's happened, it's not going to be the last, <laughs> inhale, exhale, good, breathe in. Breathe out, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, breathe, breathe out, inhale, look forward, get your hands out from under you, exhale, hands on your waist, inhale to stand all the way up, Exhale, release the arms, feet and legs together, hands together at the center of the chest. Lift your heels as high up as you can. Lift the heels high. That's it. And then uh, so squeeze the inner legs together, as much of the inner leg as can squeeze together, even if no parts of the legs physically squeeze. It's as if you're squeezing towards the midline. Keep the palms of the hands together as you reach the arms up overhead. So again, there's this relationship towards the midline. You're squeezing the hands to the middle. You're squeezing the legs to the middle. So there's this sense of kind of like compacting in towards the center line. As you reach the fingertips even higher up, can you let that lift your heels even higher? Good. And then... Uh, Keep the heels lifting very, very high. Bend the knees and bend the elbows. And see if you could time it. Whoa. See if you could time it so that the hands reach the heart center at the same moment that the buttocks reaches the heels. So going slow and with a sense of a little bit of like kind of planning and, and um, coordinating. Let's try reversing it. Go slow. See if you can start to straighten the arms and the legs so that at the same moment, the knees extend, the elbows also extend. But let's try one more time. So slowly bend knees, bend elbows. And again, see if you can coordinate so that the timing matches. Is that any better? Good. Okay, now open the knees out to the sides. Hands press into the floor. Uh, crow pose practice. So press the hands down. Lift the hips up as high as you can, getting the knees up towards the armpits. 
start to shift the weight forward into the hands. Now the feet, they may stay on the floor today, or you might lift up one foot off the floor at a time or both feet up off the floor. Good. And again, can there be this sense of approaching this crow pose, today's crow pose, without uh, comparing it to other moments or wishing it was something different? And then wherever you are in that process, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach to the right for triangle, trikonasana. Right hand down, left arm reaches straight up. One. Good. Keep breathing in both directions. Good. That's it. With your inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, deeply bend the, the right knee, warrior two, and hold. Breathe in. Breathe out. Good. Inhale. Exhale, let the hips settle a little bit deeper down towards gravity. Two. Breathe in. Breathe out. Bend a little more. Yeah. Breathe out. Four. Good. Inhale. Exhale, inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm all the way over the left ear for extended side angle A. So the left arm is reaching towards the front of the room, towards the windows. The right knee is bending all the way over the right ankle. So imagine you want that right shin like vertical to the floor. Push the right knee against the right arm. And then see if you can ground the outer edge of the left foot down even more strongly. Inhale, bring both hands to the floor. Exhale, start to straighten the front leg. Inhale, head and chest lift, look forward. Exhale to fold forward. Go ahead, breathe in. Breathe out, two. Inhale. Exhale, three, good. Try to lengthen even more. You could come up on a fingertips and then give yourself more space. <laughs> Inhale, bend the right knee. As you exhale, step back to downward dog. We're going to skip a few chaturangas because we have some wrist work coming up. Don't want to tire ourselves too early. Inhale, left uh, foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, reach to the left for trikonasana, triangle. One, breathe in. Breathe out, two, inhale. Exhale, stay with the breath. Inhale, good, exhale. That's it, open the chest even more. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale, stand all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Virabhadrasana, two, hold. Breathe in. Oh, I know, getting us ahead of ourselves. Breathe out. 
<laughs> I always want to skip warrior two also. <laughs> I'm kidding. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale. With your inhale, straighten left leg. Exhale, bend left knee. Place left hand outside of left foot. Reach the right arm over the right ear like you're reaching towards the window side of the room. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Good. Have the left knee bending all the way over the left ankle for two. Inhale, super strong and straight back leg. Three. Inhale. Exhale, four. All right. <laughs> I thought I saw a little more space, but you got it. Five. Inhale, touch both hands down to the floor. Exhale, start to straighten the front leg. Inhale, head and chest lift, look forward. Exhale, fold towards left leg. Parsvottanasana, breathe in. Oh yeah, breathe out, that's amazing. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, four, good. Inhale, face the hips a little more forward, yes. Perfect, five. Inhale, bend left knee. Exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Inhale, step right foot between hands. Exhale, lower the left knee down to touch the floor. Inhale, reach the arms up, get ready to twist. Exhale, hands through prayer, twist to the right side. Hook your left arm outside of your right leg. And then press the hands together so much that you can uh, move the chest even closer to the base of the thumbs. As an option, you could tuck the back toes under, lift the left knee away from the floor, standing spinal cord. If the back knee is up, try to really extend that back leg all the way. Yes, strong and straight back leg. Good, breathe in, breathe out. Try to spread the top of the chest, top of the collarbones even more, exactly, five. Inhale, touch both hands to the floor. As you exhale, tuck your left foot outside of your right, left knee, sorry, <laughs> outside of your right foot. Come to sit down for seated spinal twist. Inhale, left arm reaches up. Exhale, twist to the right side. Good. Sitting up nice and tall. Stay with the breath. With each exhale, try to deepen the twist a little further in. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. Turn to face front. Exhale. Counter twist. It looks like the sun salutations might have worked. <laughs> inhale turn to face forward stacking up the legs for ankle to knee so either the right leg could go over the top or the right leg could go in front but in either case notice how wide the feet need to be so have the feet all the way past opposite knees as awkward as that might feel flex both feet and then go ahead go forward any amount Ankle to knee is definitely one of those shapes that for me really expresses that similar feeling of like, it's one that changes for me every day, right? Sometimes the hips are a little more open. Sometimes they're way not, 
right? Sometimes it feels pleasant, sometimes it feels unpleasant, but in any case, it sort of depends on all the factors from the week before. Did I skip some yoga practices? Did I ride my bike too much? Did I sit at my desk too much, right? And all those factors kind of all um, converge <laughs> in that, in today's ankle to knee, right? But lift all the way upright to a seated position. Now we're gonna cradle the right leg. So you can hold between your hands like so, or you can scoop up underneath it with the elbows, or you can even cradle between the elbows like so. Sit a little forward, sit a little taller. Try to lift the right heel a little higher so we're trying to get the shin at least to move closer to parallel to the floor. But knowing that, like acknowledging that that series of changes is part of it, like that does help me to have that little bit of sense of detached contentment, like sitting in that cave and just watching the waterfall. I'm like, oh, this is the ankle to me that I'm dealing with today. That's, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> okay, take the right hand, hold the outer edge of the right foot and start to swing the sole of the foot to face forward towards the, uh, mir uh, not mirrors, windows. Boy, I'm having noun trouble today. Foot, <laughs> knee, mirrors, windows, who knows what's happening. Pull on your foot like you're drawing a big bow and arrow, almost like you're trying to pull that knee back towards your armpit or maybe even a little behind your armpit. Can you organize your foot a little bit more to the side? Yeah, good. All right. Now things are going to get interesting. Let's thread the right arm underneath the right leg. Press that right hand down into the floor with the fingers generally facing forward. Left hand into the floor next to the left hip. Push down into the hands. Lean a little bit forward and just see if you can lift your butt up. Yeah. And then slowly release down. We'll get there. <laughs> Straighten the left leg out in front of you. Let's try a slightly different shape. I'm also clamping my right arm strongly with my right leg. Lean a little bit forward into the hands. Push down, lift your butt up, and then see if you can lift your left heel up. That's it. Squeeze the heels like you're trying to squeeze them towards each other. And then slowly with control, release down. Let's try another shape. Left ankle crosses over right ankle. A little bit of a cramp. Oh, yeah. It's going to be that kind of a class. Okay. <laughs> no, the quads are going to have a little work today. Okay. Lean forward. Lean way forward. Start to bend the elbows. And then see if you can squeeze your upper right arm between both legs. I like to look towards my feet because it can be a little challenging to look straight down at the floor. Challenging for the brain. Yeah. That's it. That's good. Okay, lift the chest and sit down. Do we want more information now or just when we go to the second side? Because we have a whole second side to do. More information or move on? More information, great. Okay, more information. <laughs> I find that one of the things to wrap one's mind around about that is actually, if you look, if you look at my chaturanga, right? My chaturanga, my chest is very parallel to the floor. And like my elbows are bent like L shape, 90 degrees or so. Same thing when, when we do this arm balance, I find 
that there's a hesitancy to go forward and that's kind of the missing aspect. So really commit to bending the elbows and look, <laughs> and then look at how the chest is almost similar shape to Chaturanga, like running almost parallel to the floor. So there's a bit more of a forward thing there. Let's go back to downward facing dog and then we'll revisit that when we get to it on the other side. All right, inhale, step the left foot forward. Exhale, lower the right knee down. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. Good, you can stay like this or pick up the right knee for standing spinal twist. Exhale, breathe in. Breathe out, two, strong and straight back leg. Breathe out, three. Good, awesome, Teresa, good job. Four. Five, good. Inhale, both hands touch down. Exhale, tuck your right knee all the way to the left side of the left foot. Come to sit down. Inhale, reach the right arm up. Exhale, twist to the left side. Look all the way over the left shoulder and breathe. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Good. Margot, see if you can lift and spread your chest even more. Four. Inhale. Exhale. Inhaling, turn to face the front. Exhale, counter twist. Inhale, turn to face front. So for ankle to knee, let's do one of the two options. So either the left leg is over the top or the left leg could be in front. The, I, I'm not a big fan of the straight leg one because really for me that only really stretches the bottom leg hamstring. It doesn't get into the hips in the way that I would like us to get into the hips today. So uh, leg, leg on top or cross-legged. Go ahead, fold forward. So you can put it in front like this. Yeah. Ah, great. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Cradle that left leg. You can cradle between the hands or scoop up underneath like a forklift or cradle between the elbows or some other variation I haven't thought of yet. Lean a little forward into your sitting bones. Lift the chest. Pull leg towards chest, chest towards leg. See if you could inch the left heel just a little bit higher up. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead, grab the left foot with the left hand and turn the sole of the left foot straight ahead to face forward. And then draw, draw that foot back, almost like you're trying to pull the knee back towards the armpit like a bow and arrow. So, yeah, Margo, bend the knee, bend the knee towards the armpit. Your foot and your knee are almost in like one line. Okay, 
Now let's thread the left arm underneath the left leg. I'm gonna give one more option on this side, which is that if you want to explore with the blocks, I'll describe how to do that. No obligation, but just if you want to, the hardest part is getting that left foot all the way onto that block there. All right, see my fingers are hanging off the front if you wanna use the block. Okay, so now let's go ahead, press down, lift your butt up, even if nothing else happens and then slowly with control release down. Straighten that right leg out in front of you. Press down into the hands, lean a little bit forward. Then see if by squeezing your heels towards each other, you could lift the right heel up and slowly release on down. And then cross the right ankle over the left ankle. Press down, lift up. And then start to bend the elbows, tip the chest forward almost parallel to the floor as you squeeze the left upper arm between the legs. <laughs> yeah, good, That's, it's coming, it's on the way. Okay, go ahead, sit down, and then step all the way back, downward facing dog. So remember that idea of like, <laughs> even if it's not coming together in this moment, you're setting up, right? Any small amount of effort you took today will amount to a little bit more result tomorrow, a little bit more result Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. Step the right foot to the outside of the right hand. Step it wide. Walk the hands forward to whole handprints. And then look forward, spread the top of the chest. You have the option to bring the elbows in the direction of the floor or stay on the hands. Good, keep working to straighten that back leg. And for at least today's practice, look a little bit forward, like at least towards the fingertips or maybe even more forward than that. Good, try to open up the back knee even higher to the ceiling. Okay, walk the hands back where they came from, straighten the elbows. Now thread the right arm underneath the right leg and press the right hand down to the outside of the right foot. Oh boy, let's again take this step by step in a particular way. So my first step, I'm gonna push off my left toes and simply step my left knee right between my hands. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to push off my left foot again and step my lizard tail back. Yep. Second step, pushing off the toes, see if you could bring the left knee a bit more forward between the hands, and then even see if you could sit behind your left foot. You see my right foot came up off the floor. Now we're going to lean forward, right foot touches the floor, step that lizard tail back. Good. Okay, last step. You're going to bend the left leg all the way through the arms. Try to straighten it forward out in front of you and then slowly sit down. Now we just have to get back where we were going. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so you'll lift up, you'll bend the left knee, and then you'll sneak it all the way back to lizard. Yep, up, bend, sneak. <laughs> Up, bend, sneak are the directions. <laughs> Downward facing dog. 
Step the left foot to the outside of the left hand. Lower the right knee down. Walk the hands forward. Option to bring the elbows in the direction of the floor, or you can stay with straight arms. Now look a little bit forward, like at least towards the fingertips or more forward than that. And then uh, lift the back knee up and really work on straightening that back leg. Head and chest lifting. I know it's tempting to look down and see what all's happening down there. And then walk the hands back. Thread the left arm underneath the left leg. All hands facing forward. Then push off the right toes and just set the right knee right between the hands. Just set it down. And then uh, reach back with the right foot. Step all the way back to your lizard shape. Second step, bring the right knee even more forward between the hands and see if you can sit down behind the right foot. The left foot will likely tip up away from the floor. Lean forward into the hands and step the right foot all the way back to that lizard shape. Yes, okay. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Step the right knee all the way between the arms. Bend that knee and then stick the right leg as much forward as you can. And then slowly sit down. All right, now we got to get back where we came from. Here we go. Lean a little forward. Push the hands down. Lift the right leg up. Bend the right knee. Send, send it all the way back to your lizard shape. And then step back downward facing dog. Bring the knees to the floor. Bring the elbows to the floor, forearms down. Lift the knees up again so you're in a forearm down dog kind of a shape. You can stay like this and breathe. You can lift right leg up for five breaths and then left leg up for five breaths and breathe. No obligation to even hop, right? Or you can take five hops on one side, five hops on the other for forearm stand practice. Take about 10 breaths of something. Do you like a spot? Okay, sure. Yeah, good. Oop, just pretend I'm the wall. Whoop. <laughs> Let's go again. Oop, here I am. That's it. If you, if you still want a, a couple of moments to keep working, you're welcome to. If you're like totally over it, man, lay down on your abdomen.
Yeah, so if you're if you're like done done, we're laying on the abdomen rather than child's. Place the hands either side of the chest. Scoot the hands just a couple of centimeters forward and then take the hands wide, like even if the hands go partway or all the way off the mat. Separate the legs and the feet and try, try to make your best effort to have the lower half of the body stay relaxed. In other words, the buttocks, they're going to try to clench in this next movement, try to not get them involved. Push down into the hands, lift the head, the chest, the abdomen. Notice if the buttocks are trying to clench and let it go. And then slowly release down through the abdomen, the chest, and the head last. If you want to come up onto fingertips, you're welcome to. Push down into the hands. Again, lift head, chest, abdomen. You could even lift the head up and back to follow the curve of the shape and slowly release down. Everything from the waist down stays relaxed. Do like three more of those rolling up and down through the spine. Go nice and slow so you can really feel like every portion of the movement, every part of the spine moving, every part of the abdomen as it touches down. When you are finished, go ahead and parallel the legs and feet. Bring the arms behind the back, lace the fingers together into one fist. With your inhale, lift head, chest, and arms for Shalavasana. Feet pressed down for this one, but press down to lift higher. Lift the hands any amount away from the back, even if it's a small amount for now. And then with your exhale, slowly release on down. Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and knees. Dhanurasana. Good. Exhale, slowly release on down. Again, bend the knees. Reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, knees. Exhaling, slowly release down. Place the hands either side of the chest. Parallel the legs and the feet. Inhale, lift forward and up into upward dog. Exhale, go all the way back downward dog. Lift high up onto the balls of the feet. 
bend the knees, look forward past the hands, and then hop or walk all the way through to sit down and lay down on the back. Bring the feet flat onto the floor. Lift the hips up and interlock the hands behind the back into one fist. Separate the hands, release the back down to the floor. You could continue with the same shape. Otherwise, if you're moving into Urdhvadanyasana, full back bend, place the hands in the feet. And then with the inhale, go ahead, lift up. Reach into the chest, slowly release down. Two more of those. But I'm not going to cue everything. So, you know, five breaths, a couple breaths to rest in between, another five breaths. You go for it. No rush. If you're still, if you're still going, please keep going. Don't take a shortcut. When you are finished, hug the knees into the chest so I know when everybody's finished. Bring both knees over to the left side of the body. Look over the right shoulder, twist. Bring the knees up to the center and then go the other way.
And bring the knees all the way up to the center. Come on up to a seated position. Sit all the way upright. Straighten the legs forward out in front of you. Cup your fingertips and put your fingertips like either side of your knees and then point your toes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bend my elbows in order to lean forward, but I am gonna lean forward in order to push my fingertips even heavier into the floor. Hands a little bit more forward. Oh, yeah. Elbows are not bent. I'm keeping the elbows straight, but I'm leaning forward to push. Yeah, that's it. Then push down into the fingertips real hard so you can lift both heels up off the floor and then slowly with control descend down good let's do it again lift and slowly release again lift that slow descent is actually where we're building the strength rather than counter to you know it seems like when we're lifting that's where we're building the strength but it's that slow release down let's do three more <laughs> told you it was going to be a quad crampy day. <laughs> Flex the feet, fold forward. Paschimottanasana. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Bend the right knee into the chest and set the right foot flat onto the floor. Holding onto the front of the right shin. Pull yourself a little forward on your seat and a little taller. Lift the chest. Flex the left foot and try not to lean back or round back at all. Lift your left heel up and slowly release down. So again, try to stay really forward and really up, even if it means you can't lift as high. Go ahead, lift, and slowly release. Three more, go ahead, lift. So this is helping potentially with that big shape, yeah? Go ahead. <laughs> Happy Yoga Sunday, everyone. <laughs> oh, when you're finished, open the right knee to the side and fold forward over the left leg, Janya Shirshasana. And lift all the way upright, switch the legs. So you're gonna bend the left knee and set the left foot on the floor, holding onto the front of the shin, pull the chest forward and up. Flex the right foot. Now try your best not to lean back or round back at all. Only lift as high as you can lift while keeping really forward and tall in the seat. Lift, slowly descend, three more. And then let that left knee open out to the side. 
fold forward, Janu Shirshasana. Good, lift all the way up right to a seated position. Straighten both legs forward. Bend both knees into the chest. Set the feet flat onto the floor. Separate the feet a little bit apart and bring the hands to the floor behind the back fingertips pointing forward towards the feet. You can move your feet a little further and your hands a little further. Chin to the chest, lift up, tabletop. Try to get the hips to the height of the knees and the shoulders. Option to take the head back. Even your heels could go more forward. Yeah, like that. Chin into the chest. Slowly release down. Let the knees open out to the sides. Soles of feet together. Hold onto the feet or ankles and go forward. Lift all the way upright. Keep the shape of the legs the same, but lay down on your back. Now you're welcome to stay just like this with the knees open out to the sides. Otherwise, if you'd like to finish up with shoulder stands, a lumba sarvangasana, you're welcome to. If you're not sure all what I just said or why you would choose one or the other, <laughs> let me know and we'll work on it together. So even though you're very flexible, try to bring the legs back a little so you're weighting the elbows a bit. Yeah, you don't want to be so, yeah, you don't want to be so forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's free that up a little. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure that the elbows are, you know, the, the, way, the way I've been, yeah, like, Imagine you want even weight all the way from shoulder to elbow. And when I was looking at you, it looked, it looked like your elbows were very, very light. Yeah. And then... Struggle with like, getting also... Yeah. Like getting them sort of far enough behind you so that I'm stable on them. But I guess I reluctantly much more. Especially if you... If you set up with that idea in mind that uh, you're going to keep pushing the elbows yeah. down... Because I think when they get lighter, they get, they can fly apart, maybe. Yeah. Oh, 
and also defending you. Yes, how indeed. <laughs> For those in shoulder stand, start to come into plow, halasana. those in halasana start to roll down out of it if you were practicing shoulder stand come into fish count 10 breaths in your fish and after 10 breaths in your fish come down to rest if your knees are still folded open to the sides gradually draw the knees together and extend the legs out along the floor, preparing for Shavasana. Thank you. 
Start to deepen the breath. Start to bring a little bit of movement into the body. Moment to move or stretch any way that you need to wake the body up. When you're ready, gather the knees, roll all the way to the right-hand side. Come on up to a seated position. So um, if the image of sort of sitting in a cave behind the waterfall like helps you to get into that space of being in observation mode, you can use it again. Or you can start to just invoke that feeling of being in the seat of observation. You're not sort of in the flow of the mind and all its thoughts, but you're able to sit a little apart from it. And again, in that mode of observation, simply observing the qualities of mind without getting lost in the content of the mind.
fast, slow, more busy, more clear. Thank you all so much for making time for class and for all of your very, very hard work and your sense of adventure. Namaste.